citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. We salute you. In fact, on this episode, we go off format and make the show all about you. You've been calling into the Bad Crypto Hotline and leaving us your questions, comments, and general state baddedness. And now we put the spotlight on you. Why? Well, because without you, it's just Travis and I having another conversation. But with you, it's a sweet, sweet crypto party. So join hands, sing songs, eat sugary foods, and come celebrate as you become the stars of the show on episode number 50. That's right. It's the big 5-0 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Dude, it's, it's almost like you're the Dr. Demento of crypto. <laughs> oh, that's that's I like that. Dr. Bad Crypto, Dr. Bad, Bad Crypto, crypto. <laughs> wind up your Whee! cryptocurrency, Litecoin dementos and dementites, it's the Bad Crypto Show. I grew up on listening to oh, Dr. Yeah. Demento. Oh, yeah, love Dr. Demento. Fish heads, rolling, you know, rolling, fish heads. Eat them up, yum. That's how Weird Al Yankovic, you know, our, our idol, got his start. He sent in a tape of him with his accordion playing Another One Rides the Bus to Queens, you know, Another One Bites the Dust. And Dr. Demento played it, and that's how it all got started. And now, you know, of course, Al's a, a superstar. Yeah, and if it wasn't like one of those deals where you could, you know, share a little bit of copyrighted music, like we, we could do that right here, like, you know, another one rides the bus, ah, and another gets on, another gets on, another one rides the bus. Ah. Hey, it's going to sit by you, another one rides the bus. Ah. Well, this show is special because you're all special. It's a beautiful day in the Bad Cryptopia neighborhood. Sure. And you've been calling in to the Bad Crypto Hotline. And basically, we're not going to do news today. We're not going to do um, Q&A. Well, I guess we're going to answer some questions. We're not going to do a feature. You are the feature. So here they come. Rapid fire. Comments, questions, feedback, all from the Republic of Bad Cryptopia citizens. Let's do this. But before we get started, I want to give a shout out to our show sponsor this month. By now, you guys know who it is, right? Because a lot of you have probably gone and checked it out. It's the Zilla app, Z-I-L-L-A. It's in beta shortly, and you got to pre-register on their website if you want to get in line to try this. This is a cool little ICO marketplace app. You hold it in the palm of your hand, and you can look through ICOs, and you can pick the ones you like, and you may even be able to invest in them with a tap of a, a phone just tippity tippity tap and you're investing in an ico go register for the limited zilla beta app at this url zla.io forward slash bad once again that's zla.io forward slash bad bad crypto voicemail you have one new message hello joel travis it's nigel from brentwood uk uh, brilliant bad coin bad show we need some bad coin in brentwood please send copious amounts keep up the good work bye for now hey guys uh, my name is chase and i've been listening to your podcast for about a week now almost gotten through all of them um really exciting stuff love you guys' humor and i genuinely don't like a lot of humor um what i was thinking was nakamoto he might have a million bitcoin so what happens when Bitcoin hits a million dollars and he becomes the most powerful person in the world, financially speaking? A man that can change any market, make any decision, use any resource at the swipe of a, a debit card. Um, tell me what you guys think and keep on keeping bad. Uh, so, you know, What's interesting about that question is I can't see Satoshi Nakamoto destroying the market. You know, he created the vision for this. Mm. I think what we've actually just seen with Bitcoin Cash and Roger Veer and the Chinese miners, 
it seems like they're more likely to destroy the market. Mm-hmm. Trying to jockey for position, but imagine, man, if that thing is worth a million dollars and he's got a million of them. <laughs> that's like a that's a trillionaire, right? That's a lot of coin. That is a lot of coin. Well, you know what? Thank you, Satoshi Nakamoto. Hopefully you're not, you know, an evil Bond villain. Turns out, he's like, I got this great idea. I'm going to make this digital currency. And then, like, 15 years later, I'm going to come back. And then I'm going to get you, Bond. Hey, Joel and Travis. This is Alex in Portland, Oregon. Hey, love what you guys are doing, listening to all the shows. All the episodes. Um, I had an idea of how bad uh, the bad coin can be worth something. Perhaps you guys make that the token uh, that people have to use to, to come on the show and do advertising or shout outs or whatnot. And then as the show becomes more popular, people will start trading the coin and the hodlers can uh, can make money. So I'd love to see that bad coin be worth something. And uh, we'll take it to the moon. Stay bad. Alex, get out of our heads. <laughs> <laughs> were you looking at our exact plans what are you what, what are you doing over there are you a master he's, re- he's reading our desktop <laughs> journal or something uh right now the plan is to distribute as much bad coin as possible and to help our listeners be able to you know play with currency that really has no value there are some discussions that we've had about how we could allow people to use those for certain things and uh, the things you've mentioned are things we've discussed uh, but there's no immediate need to do that and who knows what bad coin will bring in the future Mm, yeah it's just fun to be able to trade it and learn how crypto works you know the first couple trades somebody makes you kind of you're kind of clinching you know you're like oh my god ooh, is it gonna go through you're so nervous you know because you're sending digital money what are you what are you clinching travis i don't know it seems like your whole it's just that you just clinch the whole like oh gosh i remember like the first couple time i was doing i was like oh is it gonna get there is it oh it's there I didn't screw it up. Yay, I didn't screw it up. <laughs> Travis is clinching, so uh, beware. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Joel. Hey, Travis. Uh, stay bad, yo. Hey, uh, I wanted to call and give you some info on how crypto might change my life. Uh, I do options and derivatives trading as well as, you know, got super deep into crypto. And I actually think crypto's made me think differently. And coincidentally, my last uh, couple trades and uh, options have just killed it for me. I actually invested in a couple of companies that have blockchain technology on the forefront. And one contract I was able to sell for 150% profit. The other one I'm uh, currently holding and I'm at 65% in the, in the green. So, uh, that's just one way that crypto's helped me just do a little better in life. So anyways, peace. Life in the blockchain, as Joe Walsh would say. What's up? This is Rick from Rhode Island. Big shout out to the bad cryptos. I got a question for you two old hippies. Coming into the Seglet 2X, do you think I should hold all my altcoins? Or if they break even, sell so I don't lose any money? Or hold, play the risk, and make even more profits? All right. Stay bad. Well, Rick, Segwit 2X didn't happen. So we appreciate the question, and we hope whatever decision you made is turned out to be a profitable one. Hey, Travis, hey, Joel, and all the bad crypto podcast listeners. Uh, I just want to say that I've been in Bitcoin for a couple of weeks now, and I've already seen astronomical returns, and I love you guys, love listening to you guys. You have all the breakdown, everything I need to know usually. Got like five people into it so far. Happy trading, everybody. That is awesome. He, he makes it almost sound like this is some network marketing thing we got going on over here, Joel. He's like, I got five people in already. My downline set up. I got the trilateral, co- you know, deal going. <laughs> you got the trilateral commission. <laughs> I got the three downlines, so I'm getting the triple bonus. Yeah. Uh, you know, we are going to in a future episode. It's in the show notes to discuss is Bitcoin a Ponzi scheme, and that's going to be an episode coming your way soonly. Joe and Travis, it's Gifford down in South Carolina. Now, I done heard you fellas talking about us down south, talking about y'all, we don't know what we're doing with this cryptocurrency. Ain't nothing I like better than sitting in a tree stand, hunting deer and listening to you boys on this podcast. Or I like crack open a good old pipe blue ribbon at the single wide and catch you boys on this, on this, uh, mobile phone I got. 
anyhow, y'all keep doing what you're doing. We're listening down here in South Carolina. And uh I'm gonna keep buying that that coin you always keep talking about. I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh my gosh, man, that 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 is quite possibly the best voicemail that we've got since uh, maybe. Well, that might actually be the best one. I'm thinking it's on par to that one uh, dude who said that we were in a truck. He was he was, he was listening in the truck through Alaska, and he was going. I mean, that one was hysterical. That right there. Oh my gosh, South Carolina, I love you, Buford. We are sending you through the power of our mind. Oh, One my. gazillion bad coin and a case of Pabst Blue Ribbon. I love Pabst Blue Ribbon and keeping it. This dude's keeping it real. He's up in his tree stand, you know, hunting hunting some deer, and he's listening to bad crypto. And I just got to say, I commend you. He's the king, baby. Hey guys, all the way from Perth in Australia, um, loving the podcast. Um, I'm on Coinbase and just uh, wondered. What's your thoughts on the next one that's going to get added there? We've got Litecoin, Ethereum, and Bitcoin. So I've got trying to get one of each. So just I'm wondering your thoughts. Um, which one's the next? All right. Have fun, guys. Mm. Well, that is a good question. The coin that I believe that will be added to Coinbase next would probably be Ripple. Oh, interesting. I wouldn't mind that at all. I would support that. Uh, certainly got a very large market cap. I think, though, that because they eventually are going to support the Bitcoin Cash fork, they're saying after the new year, I'll bet you that they add Bitcoin Cash. Oh, that's probably more accurate because that's probably closer along to being done just because of that fork. So I guess the next one after that will be uh, will be Ripple. Can I just say when you said Mm-hmm. Sound like a little 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 Yoda there. Mm-hmm. Add Bitcoin Cash, they must. <laughs> Somebody get this walking carpet out of my way. Hey, this is Jesse from New Jersey. Colin, I just heard you guys said something about a mobile crypto ICO. It just came out called Electronium. Right now at point zero five cents U.S. dollars. All right. They bad. Good luck. Uh, Electronium. Yeah, the the ICO that they had some serious security issues and they locked down all the tokens. And guess what? They're still locked down. Only instead of promising that they'll have it fixed, you know, soon, they're they're basically saying we're having top security experts look at this to make sure everybody's coins are safe and it'll be ready as soon as it's ready. What I love most about it is how it talked about how it was one of the most secure, if not the most secure cryptocurrency ever, and how every grain of sand on earth, if it were a lottery ticket, it would be like winning the lottery ticket of all of the lottery tickets at the same time. So that's how cocky they were, and so they were destroyed by like a DDoS. It's at like $0.04 cents right now, and it's holding really steady. I think that there's enough people holding, I want to say there's like, 14,000 people holding it. I could be wrong about that, but that number just seems to come to mind. So, uh, and uh, you and I both have some. And uh, I can neither confirm hop- nor deny what I am hodling. Mr. Joel Com, I am not a financial advisor, and neither are you. Let's go to the next call. Hey, Joel. Hey, Travis. Preston Maloney here. Thanks for uh, taking my call. So, uh, quick question for you. Uh, looking at Bitcoin, trying to research everything that's going on, put, you know, put pretty much all of my extra money into Bitcoin, my own choice, not your, you're not responsible for that. Is Bitcoin going to be the cryptocurrency that takes the lead in the long term through its continuing evolutions to solve its own problems? Or do you think one or more, um, altcoins like, uh, Ripple, Dash, whatever other coins are out there, um, or a coin that is yet to come out onto the market um, that solves a lot of those same problems is going to take the place of Bitcoin in the future. Uh, we'd love to hear your uh, expert opinion that we will uh, invest all our money in and not blame you when, uh, when it all goes to crap. So, uh, yeah, look forward to hearing from you. Stay bad. 
That's right, Preston. We are not financial advisors for the umpteenth time. And thank you for taking full responsibility for your finances. You know, I don't know about you, Travis. The way I see it is Bitcoin has been around so long. It's weathered so many storms that to me, it seemed like it is the definitive store of wealth, Mm. but it doesn't really solve many problems on its own other than being the granddaddy and the uh, the store of wealth i i feel like there's room for plenty of others that be that you know might become the daily usage uh coin what do you yeah. think well i don't i don't really know what exactly is going to happen but here's what i think i would like to see happen litecoin has segwit and then it also has the lightning network Bitcoin right now has SegWit 1X, but does not have the Lightning Network. If Bitcoin were to get the Lightning Network, that could solve a lot of its scalability problems, from what I understand. And Litecoin is incredibly stable as a as a price point. I mean, it's not nearly as volatile, and the transactions are very quick. It's almost like if I'm talking about quick transactions, I'd, I'd prefer to, as a Bitcoin to do Litecoin because it seems to be way quick. So I don't know. It's interesting. Maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. Uh, Bitcoin Cash sure gave it a run for its money here uh, in early November, huh? Oh, oh. Hi, my name's Michael Perry. I'm out on the Oregon coast. I wanted to share my Bitcoin story. It's kind of a sad story, but I bought between 20 and 25 of them back in 2012 at $11 each. I think it was 2012. And then um, I didn't want to store them on my computer. I stored them online, and then there was the big... Uh, Mount GDAX crash thing, and I had them on Trade Hill, and I never got those Bitcoins back. I sure would love to have them today. Uh, at the time I was buying them, everyone was making fun of me, including the bank teller, because I had the Western Union, my money. Back then, um, all my coworkers thought I was sending my money to a Nigerian prince. Anyways, I had that sob story on all the money I could have had, and uh, I whined about it for, uh, oh, I don't know, like five years, and then last July 4th, I was really, really bored trying to figure out what to do with my time, and I wanted to be like a penny stock speculator, but then I realized there was all this cryptocurrency, and I uh, thought I picked a winning one once. I could do it again. Uh, The first week was all like a brutal time in the market, so I lost, um, I don't know, at least 30% of my holdings right away. It was just a few hundred dollars, but I have since – it's been a good time. I have since grown that to – my goal is 20% gains every month, and um, I'm well over that goal. So. Uh, love your podcast. Every time my friends are confused, I try and send them your direction because you guys tend to explain things um, pretty well, I think. So anyways, uh, keep up the good work and happy 50th anniversary or 50th episode, rather. Hey, guys, this is James in Dublin, Ireland. Uh, I took notice of cryptos when my wife wanted to buy Litecoin when it was 810 back in 2013, but I didn't buy them. She still brings it up in every single argument. But I love this podcast. It's my commute to work. I love the insightful content and the fact that we are all learning together. Oh, and by XRP. Joel and Travis, stay bad. Is he a financial advisor? Because he, he was just <laughs> recommending <laughs> we make a specific purchase. Um, but I love that people call in and they, they, that we're their commute to work. You know what I mean? One thing that I always tell people when they ask me, they say, hey, man, well, how do we get started? How do, where would you lead me? And I always say, well, go to badco.in forward slash zero zero one. That is the very first episode. Joel and I began our crypt, crazy cryptocurrency adventure. And uh, here we are, 50 shows into it. So go back and listen to that first one. Actually, every episode is like that. Badco.in forward slash zero five zero. That'll be this episode. So if you ever want to find a specific one, that's how you can do that. Travis and JoJo, this is Joe Pond from Indiana, from Northwest Indiana. Um, Just wanted to call to tell you guys, you know, from the very first email I got, I was on Joel Combs' uh, email list. I bought in, my wife and I bought into Bitcoin at 2800 and since then it's almost tripled. So I just wanted to, uh, to thank you guys for, for giving us the bug. Um, we are holding on for dear life for sure and really excited about, uh, about the podcast and, um, the future of, of cryptocurrency. Thank you guys. Excellent. I'm JoJo now. Did you, did you catch that? Travis and JoJo. I'm good with it and uh, glad that you were able to get turned on to the show. Welcome to the Republic of Bad Cryptopia and congratulations on getting in at a lower price. Let's hope that it always stays above that price to the moon. To the moon, Norton. 
Hey guys, Kim here. I just wanted to say congrats on your upcoming 50th episode, um, and thanks so much for the value you provide your listeners. It's really such a great podcast. You've inspired me to take on my own crypto education project. Um, I've been in the crypto world since the beginning of September and figured I may as well uh, share what I learned. So anyway, thanks again and congratulations, and stay bad. We love when those crypto chicks call in. Isn't it great to know that there are some really smart women tuning into our show. Yeah, we love the fact that we're inspiring people to uh, to do their own projects and whatnot. And that's that's really what it's all about. You know what? Do stuff that you love. What what what, are, what interests you? And one thing that's, that's so interesting in hearing some of these calls that, that have come in and people are, that are you know investing think you know year two, ten, five years down the road. One of my goals for a long time has been to help create a thousand millionaires. Like that, that's been in my mind for like 15 years. Like, how could I help create a thousand millionaires? And you know, if people, you know, if, if Bitcoin takes off and becomes a hundred thousand down the road and whatnot, and whew, we could, we could actually inspire and create, you know, a lot of wealth for people potentially, even though we're not financial advisors, we just might inspire people to, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Travis and Joel. I just want to tell you how much I enjoy your podcast. My name is Catherine from Bangkok. I'm an American grandma living here, and I wanted to set up an account to save some money to give to my grandkids when they turn 18. The eldest is now eight years old. So in 2015, I realized I did not want any money in the stock market. I wasn't going to make any interest. So I bought Bitcoin and Ether with the help of my son in Denver in 2015. Now, my youngest is eight years old, so she'll be 18 in 10 years, and she will get the first of the crypto to go travel. It is only for the kids to go travel. And I think they may have a chance to be able to go travel first class. How cool is that? And my son in Denver has now become a crypto expert, and he's trading it and learning all sorts of stuff. And I really appreciate it because crypto has really brought our family together. Thank you. Well, if she bought Bitcoin in 2015, depending when she bought it, she paid between 200 and 400 or so mm-hmm. per coin. And I'm wondering how much she bought. Well, more importantly, like how much and at what price did she get Ethereum? Because at that price in 2015, Ethereum had to be five dollars or less. No, less, less. Yes, probably a buck or two. Oof. I'm thinking. So good on her, Granny Catherine. Crypto love. You know what? You know that is because there's such a difference between dollars and crypto. Because I, I've been paying my kids in you know crypto, they get paid in Litecoin. They like it because it's quick, instantly, man. If I go boom, boom, loaf wallet to loaf wallet, it is almost instantaneous. And uh, if they need cash, then they'll send me some Litecoin. I'll pay them some cash, right? But they love how the fact that their money ends up growing, so it's like an investment tool and an asset, and teach them about money. It's a way better way than than having dollars that depreciate over time because they keep printing them. Well, in your dollars, if you have cash, it just sits in your wallet. It doesn't grow. It just sits there and depreciates. Entropy mm-hmm. takes over with your dollar. There is mm-hmm. that dollar sitting there will never be worth more than it is at this moment. <laughs> How depressing is that? Oh my goodness. I've never thought of it that way, Mr. Joel Kahn, but that is truly sad. So shouldn't we be like, hurry up and spend them before they lose their value? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Buy something of value with it. Buy something of value real quick. Yeah. Hey, Travis and Joel, it's Brian from sunny Florida calling again, long-time listener. Uh, I have a question about ICOs and eligibility uh, in the United States. Uh, when you hear these ICOs say that uh, the sale is not open to U.S. citizens, um, given the nature of decentralized uh, markets and the cryptocurrency, does that really matter? Uh, what, what's to stop a U.S. investor from purchasing these things, even though they're technically closed? Uh, to U.S. citizens. I'm not sure if that is just something that they're doing to kind of cover their butts or uh, if that really does open up the individual investor to risk if they are not, quote, accredited. So looking forward to hearing your answer and stay bad. Again, not a financial advisor, nor am I a uh, an attorney. 
and I've not passed the bar. I have sat at many bars, but I've not passed the bar. (laughs) My understanding is that it is not a crime to, for the investor to, uh, to, to invest in the company. My understanding is that it is there to protect the company, that they are not allowed to take your money if you are a citizen of a country that it's prohibited. So they are covering their butts and legitimately so they uh, do not want people to invest if they are not supposed to invest. But I don't believe an investor can get in trouble for lying about where they live. Yeah. And of course, we would never encourage anybody you don't to tell an untruth. Don't not do good. that. Not good to do. Um, but I tell you what, that's why they they, uh, they have their know your customers, right? The the KYC. And uh, so they want to know your information. And on a lot of them, you have to upload your passport or a picture. Sometimes you have to do that for some ICOs. So the, some, are, some are, have more precautions than others. You know, every time I hear KYC, I think of KFC. I just can't help, you know, make sure you cover your chicken. Uh, and, and this is just a funny story. Uh, there's... Twitter account of KFC follows 11 people. That's it. And this guy named Mike Ejet, he is Ejet22 on Twitter. He realized, he looked at who KFC was following on Twitter, and it turns out they follow the five Spice Girls and six six guys named Herb. Okay, so basically, he cracked the code, code, 11 herbs and spices. I got it. Yeah. And and he tweeted them about it and they sent him a prize. You have to click the link I put in the show notes, Travis. You guys, we'll put this in, in the show notes for you. You have to go look at what they sent him. It is a portrait. It's a painting that has this guy, this Mike Ajet, running, uh, riding piggyback on Colonel Sanders' back. <laughs> they sent this painting to his door to reward him for cracking the code on their Twitter secret. Hey, Travis. Hey, Joel. This is Marco Smith. Just wanted to say thanks for the bad coin. Also, I, uh, I refer everyone to your podcast when they ask me about Bitcoin and crypto and I love it. Stay bad, guys. Travis, Joel, this is Anthony. So thanks for keeping it bad, guys. And here's my question. If I transferred a whole bunch of funds into Bitcoin, then let's say waited a decade and decided to start buying stuff, because let's say in a decade I could buy a house. When I actually make that payment, my actual funds could have doubled, tripled, quadrupled, etc. But now when I make that payment with Bitcoin, Four hours, because at that point, you know, it's the future. I won't pay any taxes on the the gains that I've had. I won't have any capital gains taxes against that because it's actually just the transaction. Correct? I understand you guys aren't tax advisors and all that good stuff, but that's my question. Um, and it's quite informative if this is an asset that can grow and then ultimately not even be considered taxable. Anyway. Thanks, guys. Bye. Anthony, I actually had this discussion with my brother today. He's a CPA in the Chicago area, and he says, you know, when you sell from a commodity, uh, you know, a precious metal, for example, from gold to silver, there is a cost basis in it. And because there is already a system in place for that, um, there is a capital gain and you do pay taxes on that. But there's not yet a system in place for crypto to crypto. However, when you buy that house with crypto, I would imagine that by that time, the answer is going to be yes, that you are most likely going to need to pay taxes on that capital gain. Wouldn't you think so, Travis? You know, there's going to come a time that you will have to for sure. So, uh, you know, if you don't know the right answer, go talk to somebody locally. And if they don't know the answer, you know, um, find someone. Don't who call does. us. Don't call us. <laughs> hey, guys, did you hear that uh, KTEL is launching its own ICO and it's, it's going to feature uh, Casey and the Sunshine Band on the coin? All right. Stay bad. <laughs> uh, hey, Travis and Joel. This is Travis. 
And uh, I just wanted to call in and say, you know, really appreciate the show you guys are doing. Um, it changed my life in a lot of ways because now I make a lot more podcast episodes each week than I used to and totally acquired more crypto than I used to have. And, you know, without you guys doing the show, you know, I'd probably be doing the show. So uh, I just want to say thank you for that. Uh, it's been a fun adventure. And, uh, and stay back. Travis, you don't want to talk to other Travis about this? Yeah, yeah. Hey, other Travis. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what, this show has changed our lives as well. Not just crypto, but we spend so much time. Travis and I have just gotten to be brothers because we're talking so often about crypto and we're recording so many episodes and throughout the day we're messaging back and forth. I mean, our, our, we we said earlier, we are having more fun now than any project in recent memory. The last time I had this much fun on a project was when I came out with the iFart app in 2008. That's a lot of laughs. That's that's just hilarious. And methane. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's not that I haven't had fun doing other things. This is just so immersive. It is immersive. Both from a, uh, our own curiosity in crypto and then the production of the show. It's It really has been amazing. And we're just getting started. Yeah. And you do realize that was me. That was actually you? That was actually me, yeah. Oh. I, I was like, <laughs> I thought somebody was trying to imitate you. No, it was actually me. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering, I wonder, because I came through with my phone number, so I was wondering, I was like, whenever he he placed it in there. And I talked, like, a little bit slower just to make it seem like. Yeah. Uh, that's fine. I just figured it was some, you know, bumpkin named Travis. <laughs> <laughs> but if you listen to it again and you talk about like, I wouldn't do as many podcasts, you know? Yeah, I got that. I thought maybe he's doing his own thing now. <laughs> You're such a dork. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, my name is Connor. I'm from Utah and I wanted to give a call of appreciation for the show on your 50th episode. Yeah. So thanks for all you guys do. You guys helped inspire me to create my own YouTube channel on cryptocurrencies. It's called CryptoGo, and it's probably not on the level of your guys' show. It's not bad. It's probably more sad, but hopefully one day to be as bad as you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, thank you for that. Also, another thing you guys did for me was put an emphasis on good security after Travis's hack unfortunate hack so i'm grateful for you guys and so i set up two factor authentication on all my stuff so thank you for uh spreading good news and good uh tips and value so thanks guys see ya i mean that's just a really nice thing to hear somebody call in yeah. and say well that's just yeah. you get you've impacted us in positive ways and that's yeah that's what one a couple of our missions we like to help we you know joe likes to do good stuff um i like to eat good food I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of the same thing. We try to be nice. <laughs> be excellent to each other. Yes. Patrick Burns, stay bad with Joel and Travis. Hey, it's JohnPeasy.com. I'm listening to Joel Altitcher interview, and the first thing I thought of was, <clears throat> someone saved my life tonight. Joel, calm. Crypto's made all my friends crazy. This is Satoshi Nakamoto. Wow, I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I probably should definitely not say that. Because it's true. It's just me. I'm back. And I'm going to take over all the cryptos. <laughs> ah, that was funny. I love it. Satoshi Nakamoto. Hey, guys. This is Chris Dunn from Chris Dunn TV. You are listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast with Joel and Travis. Stay bad. Hi, Bad Crypto Podcast crew. Uh, my name is Yella, and I'm just calling to congratulate you on the 50th episode. And I think your podcast is really cool, but I'm no podcast advisor, but I recommend it to everyone. Have a nice day. Bye. Hey, Travis and uh, Joel. I was calling because I have a question about if you're traveling overseas in, or if you're on an airplane, what do you do 
to secure your stuff so that you don't get it stolen from TSA or whoever. Obviously, in the past, I mean, no one knew what the heck it was, so only nerds knew. But, uh, you know, if you start talking about it now, everybody knows you got some some good cash, especially, I mean, I mean I've seen people steal people's cell phones over at the Greyhound and stuff. Anyway, thank you very much. Appreciate your help. Bye. Well, first of all, you should be the only one that knows your keys to be able to get in. And I don't see why you should give up your password to anybody. Say, show us your Bitcoin. I mean, that's a that's a violation. And if all else fails, you know, I don't I don't remember. It's a string of 30 alphanumeric characters. I don't keep it on my phone. It's back home. Right. Right. Plausible deniability. I don't think that's a problem. And as far as uh, anything being physically stolen, yeah, that that can happen. But, you know, don't keep your keys with a device, for example. Uh, You know, you can send your your key to a third party and most people won't even know. Say, hey, just, you know what, protect this. And if I ever ask you for it, give it to me. But they're not going to know what it is. You know, you've got stuff in different places. Just be smart. Be smart. Hey, guys, this is Angel over in Miami. First, want to say I love the podcast. Started listening listening to you right from the beginning. And I uh, just want to throw in a two cents about a way to buy with crypto on pretty much Amazon or Home Depot anywhere. Basically, it's a... Uh, with a gift card. Uh, I've done this in the past, so I just wanted to, you know, give you guys a little heads up on that if you're not familiar with it. It's called gyft.com. Uh, you buy gift cards. They take uh, they take crypto there, and then you shop anywhere you want to go, Macy's, eBay, uh, anything like that. So that's my uh, two cents, and love the show. Keep it up, and, of course, stay bad. Yeah, looking at gift.com right now. You can totally uh, buy gift cards. Uh, with a Bitcoin right there. So pretty much you could do all your Christmas shopping with your crypto this year by just getting gift cards because that's a great tip, Angel. Uh, so thanks for calling and sharing that with us. It's a place for you to spend your crypto. You know, I'm not really looking to spend mine. I do have a bread wallet with just a little Bitcoin on it. And I do have the shift card now, but I've got no Bitcoin on Coinbase that I could actually use that debit card for. Uh, but really, it's more of a novelty because I'm not buying it to spend. I'm buying it as an investment. But now you can give the gift of Bitcoin. I actually, my uh, sister-in-law got married, and I gave her and her husband $100 of uh, Ethereum on a, on one of those gift cards that we got with those Ether card, my Ether card or whatever it was. What was nice was that it was at kind of a low, and so it's actually uh, almost doubled, which is pretty hilarious. Teach them about crypto. Here you go. Hey, guys. Erod from Ohio. I'm sure you've probably seen this. If not, maybe I'd get credit for it. Big Bang Theory, I believe November 30th, is having an episode all about Bitcoin. And I have some trepidation about that. That could go really well, or if they approach it from the perspective of the dark web, really badly. However, you would think any geeks that watch that show, like myself, would probably know about Bitcoin. But this could be this could be big in regards to uh, getting it to the masses. So... I actually came across this story, Rod, and put it in the show notes for the next episode. But since you went ahead and beat me to the punch, this is true. The Big Bang Theory is going to do a Bitcoin-centric episode. And, you know, here's my thoughts. I think this show is stupid. I don't think it's funny. Sorry if, you know, some of you don't like me anymore. But I think that that humor in that show is written based on what the public is supposed to think about nerds and geeks. But I I just, I find it dumb. So I'm not entertained by it. Yeah. Yeah. I actually find most television dumb, uh, not in the kind of, you know, I'm not like a snooty about it. I have spent my time researching things for the most part. So I'm the nerd, I guess, because I don't watch TV. I don't really watch movies. I don't watch a whole lot of sports anymore. Yeah. So it's like, I have watched very few episodes of that show. Um, so I can't comment really. There's, you know, sitcoms are 
challenging. Now, smart sitcom, Arrested Development. Mm, Super smart. I did smart watch that series. That's great. Sitcom, right? Mm-hmm. Scrubs was a smart sitcom. Community was a funny smart sitcom. But so many of the ones that get popular um, just – I don't know. So anyway, I do hope the episode – goes well and probably lost a thousand listeners right now that are huge big like, bang oh my god fans. i cannot believe you do not like the bit bang theory <laughs> everything <laughs> is not for everybody I, I, said bit, I said bit bang theory i need to the bit bang i do it, it does have the potential to bring a lot of attention to bitcoin and so those of you that are going to stop listening because i said that there's going to be a bunch of new people that are going to come and listen in your place well hey guys this is brian out in uh, sunny subtropical north texas i just wanted to say thank you so much i only started listening to you about two weeks ago i've already got my first miner up and running for monero on my computer uh it's not making much right now but it's a good proof of concept and i am hoping to start expanding that so thanks again uh you've kind of renewed a lot of interest for me stay bad Wow, I think that is awesome. So the dude's been in crypto for like two weeks, and he has already set up a miner. A Monero miner. A Monero miner. He is already more sophisticated than me, Mr. Jokom. <laughs> well, that's not hard to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've actually been a fan of Monero, because, and I don't know a lot about it, but correct me if I'm wrong. Isn't it really the most anonymous of the coins? Uh, Monero and Zcash are the two privacy ones. Yeah, so those are ones that have... Uh, have pretty good use case and you know zcash there's not a whole uh heck of a lot of coins there's only like 2.6 million of them or something so uh it's interesting you know like that's like eight times less than uh than bitcoin has in circulation right now mm-hmm. yeah brian uh, check back with us after you know a month of mining and let us know how that's worked out for you and if there's others that are mining out there and you're discovering some cool things then uh, write us as well of course you can call the phone number 708-885-9030 or write us at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com hi i'm a long time listener and i just wanted to say that i love your show and my favorite crypto is factum got a lot of promise check it out hey guys all the way from amsterdam just wanted to say i like your show and light gone to the motherfucking moon. Cheers. Hey guys, uh, David Fields from Cincinnati. I'm a courier driver, so I drive about thousand to two thousand miles a week. And uh, you guys' podcast really helps me keep focused and stay awake and uh, keep me engaged because listening to a lot of stuff that you guys have to offer up is really helpful. You know, just want to chime in and say hi, and I really appreciate your podcast. It never ceases to amaze me that there are people that binge listen to the show, Travis, that they take the advice to start at episode number one and they listen straight through because we get emails from others telling us that they're catching up. You know, they're trying to get caught up. We're pumping out content too fast. (laughs) I just it's like we're it's like we're on season. We're on season three. And you gotta, <laughs> you gotta get through. <laughs> it's almost like every, every month and a half is about a season. Uh, th- th- this world is changing so quickly, Mr. Joe Com. Uh, hey, JC and T Dubs. Uh, Josh calling in from Sacramento, California. I've uh, been a bad cryptopian since early August and I actually started my journey down the crypto rabbit hole with your podcast. Uh, I commute to San Francisco daily, which means I get in at least uh, four hours of bad crypto research a day on top of the knowledge you drop in your podcast. So just invested in some space boots because I'm officially a bad coin millionaire, and you better believe I'm a be hotlin. Once bad coin goes to the moon, then maybe I can actually afford to move out here to San Francisco. Fingers crossed. Stay bad. Oh, uh, P.S. Actually, uh, Travis, love that fork of the month Bone Thugs and Harmony reference you dropped in episode 48. That'd be, actually be a great next bad crypto song. Cheers, guys. <laughs> <laughs> dude that dude was hilarious yeah that's that's good stuff we got some great fans out there you know people they they get the spirit of the show right that we're just two dudes having a good time and loving the crap out of learning crypto and sharing what we know yeah and that's the vibe that you know being a, a bad cryptopian is it's that easy yeah the, the funnier ones we need to invite them into like a special zoom and we all have our video on and we're just like cracking jokes and uh, nobody else can see it. That would be hilarious. And, you know, some of you are 
hip to the fact that we've done Bad Crypto Live a couple times now. We actually just did one recently on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash bad crypto. And if you want to be notified when that's going to happen, you want to be on our email list. There's no reason not. We don't like send a lot of email. I would say twice a month, we send one email with a few things you need to know. And to sign up, go to badco.in forward slash news. Put your name and your email address in and uh, we won't spam you. We'll just send you stuff and and you'll be able to keep up to date when we're going to go live. Lots of people showing up for that, but many of you don't even know it's happening. So we hope that you come and say hello. Joe and Travis. This is fiat currency calling to tell you that your efforts are futile and the republic of bad cryptopia will never defeat me. You say cryptopians are the crypto curious and the crypto serious? Well, I've got news for you. I'm a little crypto furious. (laughs) I'm. I'm forming my own alliance with big banks called Crypto Fury. Bad Cryptopians, watch out. Scrapers! <laughs> Crypto Fury. <laughs> hey guys, just wanted to say I love your show. Um, it's been one of the very few podcasts that I actually listen to on a weekly basis. You guys have a lot of good info. Um, you do amazing with Google search. Um, I've been in the crypto space since 2014, and I still don't know all the terminology and everything that's going on, so it's good to have you know, a podcast while I'm on the road uh, listening in. So thank you for that. Stay bad. You're welcome. It's true. We Google, so you don't have to. It's amazing to me how many of the questions that you know some people will ask that if they just typed in on Google, how do I open mm-hmm. up a cold you know or paper wallet yeah there's just pages and pages and videos but we love that you call we love that you have questions because we are google proficient hi i just want to let you know that podcasting is cool cryptocurrency is cool and we're going to survive the trump two-headed apocalypse i love doggo and bacon jam stay back (laughs) (laughs) what was that I, I love doggo and bacon jam. <laughs> Somebody said there should be a bacon coin. Wow. Well, you can't have bad coin without bacon. Hey guys, John from Newport, Rhode Island here. Big fan of the show and uh, binging for the last month or so. Currently hodling a little over a million. Thanks to bad Cryptober. So thank you guys hugely for that. Uh, conversation with James Altucher was amazing the other day. Super enlightening. Uh, it'd be great to have him on as a recurring guest. Get the state of the crypto on occasion. Thanks in advance, guys. And again, love the show. Keep up the awesome work. Cheers. Stay bad. Well, you guys are really bad. <laughs> I'm calling from New Jersey. My name is Juma, and um, I've been listening to your podcast. I just want to say you guys stay bad, and um, I hope to learn some more as, as we go along. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Hey, guys. My name is Curtis. I am the husband to the cutest little crypto chick, Sarah Doobie. Our whole family is involved in cryptocurrency for the last year and a half. We love it. Uh, thanks for all that you do. I'm rock and roll. We'll keep listening. All the best. Hey, guys. Love your shows. And I want to let you guys know that the James Altucher interview changed my life and changed the way how I wanted to invest in the crypto world. Give a shout out to, the, to that guy. And uh, have a wonderful 50th show. Laters. Hey, this is James Altucher. You're listening to the Bad Crypto Podcast. Stay bad. James really got a lot of great feedback. It was a really great show. Uh, it was our longest one, about an hour and 15 minutes. And I would expect that uh, down the road we'll have to invite him back again. Yeah, he's uh, he's a brilliant guy. And you can tell he puts a lot of thought into things. And uh, he had some pretty great knowledge bombs for us all. And I say that, you know, I've I've been interviewing people for 10 years, starting with a, with a podcast, uh, Cultivate Greatness, which was a leadership training site back in the day, 06, 07, 08. And since then, I've, you know, did Technorati podcast. I've done the VentureBeat podcast. But that one right there, I mean, we were talking to this dude for an hour, a little over an hour, and it was just action packed full of amazing stuff. That's, that's been my highlight of talking to people 
so far uh, doing podcasts. Yeah, even more so than talking to me, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, no, that's way, way farther, farther down the list. <laughs> Mr. Travis Wright, what a fun ride this has been. And we're just getting started, amigo. Yes, we are just getting started. I mean, if you think about this, we've done 50 episodes now, right? Plus, we've done some of the ICO spotlight episodes. We've done some some extras and some uh, – we did a quickie. <laughs> so we've done some different types of, of episodes that we've done, 60-plus, right? And, you know, we've done this thing now for, what, 100, 120 days? Are we, we're not even yeah, 100, four months. 110 days, under four months? We're, we're four months in. Uh, as of right now, I want to say we've had about – Oh, 580,000 or so downloads, maybe 600. It's hard to tally because they don't all show up in the same place. Mm -hmm. And we are on our way to a million. And, of course, we promise when we hit a million downloads, we will do another parody song that nobody will like. But we'll have fun doing. <laughs> well, it's gonna, something's going to happen no matter what. There's no uh, stopping it. It's going to be embarrassing, it. too. Yeah, so one day when you see another three or four minute episode pop up on the stream, you could be like, oh, <laughs> that's that one. Because oh. there will be no warning, right? It's kind of like a storm coming in. It just kind of hits and kaboom. Yeah. Bad. In case you didn't know by now, we really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to Travis and myself here on the Bad Crypto Podcast. Lots of great content still to come your way. Enter the conversation. If you're not uh, following the Bad Crypto page, we told you about that, but there's also a link to the Bad Crypto Mastermind on Facebook. It's our group where there is continually great posts going up and questions and answers and uh, trading ideas and stories, and you can link to that from the Bad Crypto podcast page on Facebook and click and, and basically you click to join and then we look and go, do we let you in or not? And then we let you in. Travis, why don't you take us out of here, George Thorogood style? Bad crypto. Bad crypto. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. I'm a little crypto furious. <laughs>